I don't um, care about the roast. I usually just get the dark, the dark one because it sounds better. You know? It's the same reason why I originally was like dark chocolate. That's probably more chocolatey. Well, it is. Right. Yeah. But then I found out that it's better. Like, it's like actually like... So when did you make this this dark chocolate, more chocolatey conclusion? Is this a child in brain? <laughs> is that so? But I'd imagine, though, a child that no, makes no. that conclusion, you try the dark chocolate and be like, pluh, 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 no, no, spit I, it out. I liked it. This I, is, I thought it was better. More chocolatey in the sense of more cacao-y. It's better. I wanted some more. I wanted more sugar, please. That's why I assumed it would apply to the dark light coffee. But yes, you did find out that it's actually good for you, makes your heart strong, makes you live longer along with wine. And so, of course, get as much of that as you can into your system. Get the dark chocolate and the wines. That's antioxidants. I mean, beer and wine are basically the same thing, right? Basically, no. I think, they, uh, yeah, they both have alcohol. And so beer might have antioxidants, so... We should change our podcast. Okay. To uh, sure, like three wine moms, and we could live stream it. We could all wear like matching velour suits and sit around on our knees. Imagine the energy it would actually take to do that joke, <laughs> and how stupid! How like we were just doing like that Mike Myers bit. On SNL, the verklempt thing. We're just constantly reassuring ourselves that, like, no, it's going to be funny. No, it's funny. It's going to be worth it. As I'm, like, buying the clo- the outfits and stuff and, like, are you going to be here on time? We're, we're starting the live stream at four. And that's why <laughs> this is – I mean, does – or Nick's trying to become a Twitch streamer. This could be a uh, – like, this, this would be, like, a great, like, event to, like, sell the fans. Like, hey – to get people watching Nick's stream, that I've is the big ba- news. I've already basically given up on that. We gotta break. Oh my god! Before we could even break as the soon news, as I realized, the news has been broken. <laughs> as soon as I realized, like, like this is gonna take like a lot of work, I was like, I don't want to do that. What we thought was breaking news turns out to be, once again, breaking dreams. Poor Nick. For breaking one, news, broken dreams. For, there we go. Wow! Whoa! Holy shit! You know how uh, the Hemingway was like, oh, I could, I could tell a story, a sad story in mm. like a sentence. Yeah. And it's like, for sale, baby shoes, never won. I hate that thing. Okay, that's, that was that four words. That story sucks shit. What I said was four words. Yeah, technically it's not a grammatical you know, sentence, but neither was his. You know what that story makes me think? That the baby shoes didn't fit. No, the baby died. Or the, the, or the baby... No, he, no he's, he's making, he's I making know. a joke. I know the baby died, but it just, right. it's it's not like this. It's not so uh, intensely implied. Like it's it's not a ne- necessary implication. It's not actually sad. I'm telling you, there's no actual human sadness yeah. or poignancy from that sentence. It could have been like it's a horrible sentence. It was story. a boy baby, and a, like a careless aunt bought some girl shoes for their birthday. Or yeah. like or uh, totally, they got them those shoes that light up and blink, and yeah. the baby's an epileptic. Yeah. Absolutely. Totally reasonable happens all the time. It's one of the things that could happen. <laughs> Are there epileptic babies? I, I mean, they're epileptic adults, so I'd assume it's got to start the babies. somewhere. Yeah, it's got to start it somewhere. It could have been the baby was born with no feet. 
And that's not that sad. Would, I mean, that's kind of sad. Whoa, jeez. Okay. Oh. Sorry, I'm being ableist. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of people. Put a trigger warning at the top of this episode, Dustin. You should. You should put a trigger warning at the top of the episode. And absolutely, I will. <laughs> For all of our listeners that mm-hmm. are uh, aspiring Twitch streamers. Yeah, you're gonna have to get abreast. Uh, trigger you warning. Say you if you're trigger, be trigger, going no, live. trigger warning. Broken dreams. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you're triggered by yeah. discussion of broken dreams, if you're triggered by listen. yeah, the idea of not achieving ultimate, uh, 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 what's the word? Fuck. Frisbee. No. Oh my god. I, I, my brain died. Bye Actualization. Down. Okay. Oh, Maslow over here. If you're, if you think, uh, you know, you'll never become your ultimate perfect self. I already did that, and it's. I'm still miserable. You did. This is. This is it. This is my final form. I am Super Saiyan Four or whatever. It's like my power just, levels are very high. It's like when you you're evolving a Pokemon. And you guys just, don't realize how high my power levels are. This is like are. when I Over got like a little. There's like a lily pad Pokemon in like the Ruby, the Game Boy Advanced ones. And I was like, oh, this is my grass Pokemon. He fought, he's, he's a three evolution. I, did, I would intentionally not like find out what the evolutions were. I didn't want to know. Like, I'm, a ra- I'm a Raichu. And the baby. final evolution, this cool guy with like a lily pad on his head was a fucking pineapple duck with maracas with a sombrero <laughs> on. And I had to, all the training and love that I'd put into that Pokemon, I just had to quietly put him into the PC, put him, deposit him in the Pokemon box and say, well, it was nice. Because he's Hispanic? Oh, that's the reason. No, because he looked stupid. And because he was appropriate. Like, this Pokemon's Mexican. Because he was a white duck. I have to quarantine no, him. No, the duck was, the pineapple duck was white. Let's be very clear. I have to quarantine this Mexican he's appropriating Pokemon. Mexican culture. I was actually taking a stand. You know what? Actually, I think this podcast is good. I, I, listeners, I think. I think good as a stretch. I think it's your. I think it has its moments. I think I understand why twenty-five deranged people listen to this podcast. No, there's more than twenty-five. You don't worry, all of you guys listening, or maybe you think it's cool that there's less of you. You know, it's like a yeah, it's exclusive. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I think it's awesome. Like a yeah, we're gonna start doing ahead of the, uh, they, struggle sessions. They know we're gonna be huge someday. Yeah, just because I personally would gr- not waste my time. Listening to a podcast uh, by three anonymous people no one's ever heard of that literally no one in my life would ever like would be like, oh yeah I'm listening to this podcast right they'd be like what's that and then you explain it and they'd be like oh okay and then no no one cares like I would never do that but I think yeah. it's cool that they do because it's it's like kind of shows like a uh, uh, an adventurousness and spirit or just a complete lack of you know any discernment I think it's more of a world weariness. That draws them to us. I think it's mostly mental <clears throat> illness, but. Saw it in books. I read it on tape. Well, I think is electoral world, politics real? I think we I should think do debates from 2017. Here, so. uh, you, you what? What are you saying? I'm kind of checking out. Of politics. I mean, the world's going to end in like 10 or 15 years, so... I don't know. No, that's not... What? You think that's how it's going to work? I mean, I think that the, the human race is going to be largely wiped out in the next 10 to 20 what, years. Why? Nuclear war or something? What? Because of the environment. That's not how it works. How do you mean? 
what do you think would wipe out the human race in, in there's gonna be no years? food there's gonna be large swaths it's just gonna be a lot of starving people yeah like billions of them and i'm not saying that like to be but it's not gonna be the human race this is the human race. Is I mean, there will be some left. I and think we, what I mean, Nick's trying to say is that functionally, he can give up on pursuing no, living in this so. plane of existence. I no, I don't. I mean, I really don't think. I think that we are going to. I mean, cynically, be okay in ten to fifteen years. I think. No, that no, 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 no. We're on the other side. The first, I think we have water, but it's going to be real fucking hot here, man. We're in America. Wet bulb temperature, baby. We're gonna get, we're gonna get food coming into this country. If you can't sweat, shipments of food. If, you, that is if being your sweat can't cool your your body, you're gonna die. That stuff is not like re- I mean, that's not like a real concern for us. That's yeah, it is. Di- we're we're not gonna die from like rainforest sweat fever. That's not gonna happen here. It's already hot as fuck here. That's just this is this is the type of like and just almost like uh, obliterating pessimism that is tantalizing, but also not grounded. In reality, because it, it's like almost gives you permission. I mean, I'm pretty sure cope. the climatologists at this point are like, yes, we should try to stop this, but also it's too late. But what stop this means is stop massive regions, uh, inhabited regions of the earth from becoming uninhabitable. No, no, but I don't think they think that's possible at this point. No, that's what I'm saying is that, that when that happens, that's not anything near, remotely near like the end of human civilization or even an apocalyptic well, event. How about this? It is, it is the end of a... Of, well, it would put a huge dent in a global capitalist system. So like... Uh, the standard of if 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 large swaths of, of, of the world became uninhabitable, and in those areas of the world are areas where we often send the our worst jobs to be done, the manufacturing jobs, all that shit, you know, the stuff that just e- equals bad life. Those places will be gone, so that stuff will have to happen elsewhere, which means it's just going to start happening here yeah. again. Which means the quality of life here would be so bad. Yeah, well, I, it'll that be, it'll the be world more... is functionally over. It's like th- this world is over. Oh, this, this world where your fantasy what, of having a good life. That's not the end of. That's not humans dying. No, but that's, that's like it's like no way you're going go, back to normal. It's like that's no way like, you're going to go to hell in ten years. Like you're, you're actually going to be there in ten years. I mean, you will be. In you hell. think that we're going to be like third world labor conditions here in ten, fifteen years? Quite possibly for people who are paid skilled. to shoot weddings in fifteen years. Oh, definitely. Rich people definitely still need weddings. He might. He might still be getting. <laughs> yeah, you might be. All right. Rich. Yeah, I'll be. I'll be getting whipped by demons. I, don't, I have what? They're not going to recognize. I don't my think degree. that. No, I mean, also, I think it's very much in the ruling class's interest if they want to be pragmatic at all to basically maintain this population from at least not outright rebellion. I mean, I'm not sure it's all not of them want to go to their fucking like compounds in the mountains just yet. I'm like, I'm talking like they don't. It, you don't want to have conditions deteriorate too rapidly, and I know that they're not entirely in control of that, but they are to I mean, the, they're not in control of it at all. They're, they're not no, they're doing really anything the, about it's it. It's pretty they, bad they, right now in places like in the hinterlands. I mean, yeah. this whole cities were just... People it's are bad, whacked out it's on bad drugs. Here right now. Well, that's what I'm speaking to is that that's I mean, like already seven, going eight on. million people just this got is, kicked this off. This their is a gradual process. It's not going to be it, too rapidly accelerated for us in a meaningful way. The environment like, could cause that to become incre- rapidly accelerated. 
Yeah, and it will become it. And it absolutely will. That I'm will. not talking... I, guys, I'm not pushing back at all against it becoming it absolutely will hellish. I'm saying that it's not an apocalyptic scenario. I think I'm it saying, is. It's a civilizational crisis. It would change the I entire mean, apocalypse face is of like you're everyone dude, dies. You're talking about... Yeah. We're talking about a new uh, the, civilizational gonna, era. Okay, where's the food going to come just from? The, it's just the end of the like uh, daycare world treat parade. Where's yes. the, food, where's the food going to come from? If all the pollinators I mean, die, hell, where does the food come from? If the ocean dies and the pollinators die and the ecosystem collapses, then what? I mean, yes, there's going to be a lot of starving people. Probably over half the world could starve. Yeah. It's not going to be everyone, though. Does, does it it's just, not going to be nearly everyone. Yeah, it won't be everyone. It's not going to be remotely an apocalyptic event. There are only going to be like pockets where you could even grow shit. I mean... We're talking about to like they're gonna they're not gonna figure it out in a sense to take care of everyone. They're gonna figure it out enough to take care of themselves, I bet. And, and us to the to probably if they want to, just to the extent that they have to. They're not gonna take care of me. I know that for sure. So I guess that's gonna be two different branching paths. We're gonna have to see does the ruling class decide to because they're going to be rapidly trying to develop technologies and stuff, too little, too late stuff, just to save themselves once the rubber meets the road and they can no longer uh, just push off the idea that this is happening to some abstracted realm. You know, it, it, it's happening. New York's underwater and shit. Are they just going to pack up, fucking consolidate their power and wealth and completely uh, go fortress mode and just be like... Uh, you know, 300 million people in this country that could rebel and kill me, I'm prepared to take that on? Or uh, are they going to take the path of, you know, amelioration, giving us, stringing us along? Yeah, but they barely do that now. I know, but that's because they don't have to, because people are dying, the people that are starving are, are like you said, they're, or the people in the like post-industrial wastelands, it's it's too gradual and too rural of a thing to to meaningfully affect their power or to ever make them afraid. Dude, they just kicked fucking eight million people off their unemployment, and those people were not f okay. in living all living in West Virginia. Eight million is pretty different from three hundred and thirty million. If we're talking about a breakdown scenario in which there's not enough food for everyone, I don't know how they think they're going to survive. I mean, I guess they could. There's have already really good tens of millions of people who don't have enough to eat in this country. I know, but that's not enough. I'm talking about, yes, you're talking about very well under half, like a very small percentage of the 330 million. I'm talking about the whole 330 million. That's a type of unrest that will create a historical change. I'm saying if there, whether they if like there it or are not. 20, 25 million people who are, or and more, that are living completely precarious lives already, and they don't do... They're not doing anything about it. Like, there's no reaction. There's reaction. I'm saying there's, there's a no lot of. I mean, I don't think anyone would describe the current times as like uh, calm, peaceful times. I'm saying people aren't in the streets like freaking out. They were very recently. I mean, that was that's what that was on one. I mean, it's I guess it's cop violence. Of course, I'm, I'm not trying to detract from like the protests weren't about that, but like it's a general situation. That type of stuff doesn't happen. Without what a, Nick a, is saying is he wants his unemployment benefits back. Right. That is what Nick is saying right now. Right. <laughs> Wait. Wh how, what? That is what this is about. 
Because you think well, it's about that, and it's about you wanted to go thing. into civilizational collapse. I thought, how is that you saying that? Because you're the one who's saying that they're uh, gonna just cut us. Cut, they're, they're gonna cut the cord. They're doing that right fucking now. Oh, that's why you feel this. This is dude. The the housing the. No, eviction but, moratorium. This is getting all blended together because we were talking about the people going from I'm saying having no see. food to Dude, food. People are like fucking. <laughs> well, I'm talking like people who work for Biden, Joe Biden, are like, "Yo, you can't. We can't do this." Yeah, but this—that's a steady. The whole thing's out. gonna fucking explode, and they don't give a shit. You're talking about the steady snuffing out of the common people and expropriated masses. Which has, of course, been ongoing, in is a part of the system. I just don't. I don't think there's. But I don't think they're gonna figure out. They're not that smart, for one thing, to like figure out a way well, I, to keep everyone calm during the fucking climate apocalypse. Does it take intelligence that it use your like insane amounts of accumulated wealth to just like disperse a little bit of, of. They um, could be doing that now and everybody would be don't, chill. They don't have to now because the material conditions aren't to a point where they feel like their power is threatened. And I think that having 330 million people suddenly, or at least let's say 10 million people, let's like, how big is the ruling class? Like I looked this up once, the amount of people that make like above a certain threshold, it's like 10 million at most. If they suddenly there's 10 million people with 320 million people, uh, that they're going to have to say, Hey, there's actually not enough food left right before they close the door on their compound. Like, or, you know, that's the, the compound is a part of the equation for a reason because the, the, what do you do? I mean, what? You guys are having a semantic argument where you are arguing that it will be literally the apocalypse. It does just say it will be figurative with the apocalypse. We can meet in the middle and agree that it's going to be. It, or it, that the war, the I'm saying it's a, be a historical change. I don't think that it. I think it'll be a, a dramatic historical uh, shift. Right, one that will negatively affect the quality of lives of of pretty much everyone on Earth, except for a select few. But also, one that will be will be the only galvanizing event that could have opened up the historical possibilities for the working people to do anything to liberate themselves in this time of just like post game total capitalist consolidation of power like they're just running fucking algorithm on us you know which like gerbils in a cage which that that could open the door for that but then there's also the the the, there is like we the the climate science like it, it should become increasingly clear that whatever the experts say is not set in stone like not it's not like if they're any positive things like they're like oh i don't mean like it opens the up the, the door for things getting better i mean like it could be way worse than they say they which, don't know which honestly on i'm of a acceleration mindset in a way too where i mean i was in weird perverse way happy to see new york underwater because so was i because i when i when it first hit louisiana and like you know it wasn't that, that bad of course there's a lot of devastation but i'm saying in the on the pr- presentation of the media and everything it was of the it was happened in a way in which they could kind of be like oh well that we can kind of write that off maybe it wasn't this whole katrina 2 thing and then everyone gets cozy they're ready to be like climate change isn't that bad back to the stock market and then fucking new york yeah i felt the same way i thought that it might actually get their attention yeah i mean that's gonna be the only thing that will is like just material reality showing up at your doorstep and pouring 
thousands of gallons of water down into your basement. Well, yeah. I mean, because th- there are ways that climate change is 100% going to affect America in ways that are significant. Like, like our two of our, the two, the three biggest cities, like, in, in this country are all on the water. San Francisco, Los Angeles, and New York City. And those are, those are three environments that will be affected. That, those are massive investments of capital within those cities, which means that capital is probably going to have to be re- relocated. Can you imagine New York oh, staying, yeah, to China. staying <laughs> as New York probably in the future? That, that's I a good point. Hard that's, to imagine. That's interesting because, yeah, when it's the, the, the ruling class, when, when the rubber meets the road and the water does, uh, I was going to say figuratively show up on your doorstep. No, literally show up on your doorstep. They're not going to make the decision like let's fix the city. They'll likely Belief. make the the capital will make the decision for them to because we are in our financialization phase of accumulation and we're searching for new areas for this massive accumulation, this historic accumulation of idle capital that has nowhere to go to make a profitable investment, at least the scale it's at. Uh, just move it out of all these fucking buildings in New York that were just bought, you know holding for just, that are doomed and that yeah that that are just. What what do you call them? Investment holding, like placeholder. Things. Yeah, but how do you and you and reinvest it into a Chinese lot of that and, capital is like the built like the infrastructure itself, the buildings themselves, which well, no, no one's gonna want to fucking buy. That's why you have to sell it, I guess. Oh, that's fuck. like Ben Shapiro. You're gonna lose. Well, that's capital. like Ben Shapiro being like, well, when the fucking yeah, when you lose, you just sell it. You that's just sell guess, it and buy a house yeah. further inland. You can't uh, recreate New York at, at 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 without spending a cost. Like let's say like New York culturally moved to a safer location. Like Detroit, yeah. like it's it's focus, it like what the city represents. That's not going to be cheap. You can't just yeah. turn this into New York overnight. It will cost some money, and a lot of the money that makes New York New York is tied to the city. A lot of it's in yeah. the cloud, you know. A lot of it's finance, but a lot of it's the city itself. That's a city that's been built for a hundred years, you know, two hundred years. They could do it now. Now would be the time to move it, like. <laughs> They might, maybe that's what it's all it's going to be. We're like, oh, it's going to make them aware. They're going to start taking it seriously. They're like, oh, thanks for the warning. Let's, I just yeah, don't let's think- move those capital out of there. Damn. <laughs> uh, before it drops too much in value. I mean, they don't... The, 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 the ruling class, they don't have, like, foresight. I see no evidence that they have real foresight. No, they're locked into the the. They the are just... They just clo- have their blinders on, and they're like, we're making money right now. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Yeah. So I just don't see them figuring it out fast enough that it's that it's not going to be like too fucking late. That they would just completely abandon the population here. Potentially, because they're not because I think they're going to get to the point where it's going to be like way too late. It's already sort of too late. Yeah. It's, it's going to be like you could way, say way too, too fucking late <laughs> and they're going to be like, "Oh, sh-, like they're just going to fucking hunker like yeah, fuck it, hunker down. At this point, we would be here. relying on some sort of sentimental attachment to the idea of U.S. cities and them existing in like popular media and the memories, the ruling class that still has U.S. cities in their living memory. Uh, will be, will be like in the future. We'll be like, come on, what about Chicago? <laughs> remember, remember New York from the movies, the Big Apple. Yeah, it's <laughs> and they're like, sorry, uh capital profit making machine go china yeah so for all we know america could become 
a wasteland in 10 years. Yeah. Well, they could also... The, another place where the capital could go uh, is a fucking U.S. infrastructure project if they actually, like, do that. <laughs> if they actually get that through. That's going to happen, right? Did they get that fucking bill? They're about to... That's the one that's uncontroversial. I didn't think the infrastructure was right? supposed to pass. Yeah, that one's the one... Yeah, but they, they already took, like, a ton of shit out of it, I thought. Yeah, but uh, it's going to at least have a large a giant amount of like shit for American companies that aren't just military contractors to absorb federal money. I thought it was right. like mostly roads and bridges. I yeah. That's like it's almost entirely. That shit focus. does. I mean that that's like a, it's a capital. That's investment. still for cars. Oh yeah. No, I'm not saying it's good. I'm just wondering whether that's uh, at all like something that is tantalizing to, or on the radar of, of big capital, whether they're like, Oh yeah, maybe we want to actually, yeah, maybe we could do some, some actually uh, expansion, some material expansion with our, our money here. Well, I guess if they get government contracts, why the fuck not? But no, it's not going to happen here. It's too tiny. They need to, we need to have, United States, they tried the global hegemonic system. But you know what? We we're not we weren't at the level yet. The British got closer when the, than the Dutch. We got closer than the British. We got this shit pretty global. But so, China's, so China's gonna, gonna take, take care of the baton yeah. to the finish line. Because mm-hmm. they're gonna build infrastructure that connects all of Asia. They're gonna and you know all the other infrastructure been taken care of i mean i guess the south probably some south america stuff i mean they're they're helping and doing in africa because they're gonna have the money the type of investments and like actual fucking grand global projects that you can put your capital into and then hopefully all the investments bankers and stuff like they'll put their capital into it and all the capitalism will be in a room and then the uh you know fucking like slots will fall down and they'll see the musket barrels and They'll kill capitalism. Not the capitalists. Let's be very clear. So I guess the metaphor should be like they'll like get it with a, like a gun, like a Ghostbuster gun into a box or no, like a like a. How do you kill a god? Has this been done before? Kill a god. I asked Kratos. Oh, they figured that out in that game. Yeah, he kills them all. Fuck, I'm going to have to play those games. Just but, like, just <laughs> focusing really hard, uh, burrowing into the God of War games. So I have to actually, I'm trying to figure out how to kill God. <laughs> well, let's get, into the, let's get into the real meat of the episode. I know we've been advertising this to the fans. We're going to do a, a, a debate episode where uh, you're going to debate uh, Certified lover boy and Donda. Uh, uh, Dustin oh was going to take Lord. the pro Donda stance. I mean, it's just, take the it's just CLB just, stance. It's not even fair. I only listened to like four tracks on <laughs> Certified Lover Boy. It was so I mean, boring. Drake is so he sounds so bored. It's so boring. He doesn't even sound like he gives a fuck at no. all. And I don't think he does. No. I don't know. It's weird. I was weird to hear because I don't know. Usually, I'm not at the biggest Drake uh, stand or nothing, but. You know, usually he feels like he's at least going for it. He's go, he's doing at least it feels like he's doing something. 
I didn't even feel motivated to like look for the hits, you know. I mean, the record's like fucking way too long, too. Again. Oh, I didn't even check how much longer it was. It's like I, 90 just, minutes. I got like like six songs in, and I was like, it's this like is not minutes. getting any better. It's twice as long as it should be. Donda. Donda is like an it's, hour and 45 too long minutes. As well. Yeah, but you can count off four of those songs are not actual songs in the album, and no one can convince me that they are, even if Kanye was screaming in my face. <laughs> I would tell him, I'm sorry, the part two songs, those aren't part of the album. I'll go change the Thank Wikipedia the page right in front of him. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for the bonus tracks, Connie. I really appreciate them. The Target Edition them. bonus tracks. I made sure that your Wikipedia page reflects that they're bonus tracks and not part of the album. Because why would they be? Just in a furious fla- a war, like putting parentheses bonus next to tracks and then the moderators immediately removing it. <laughs> this is what you're doing all day long. That's a war I think I could win. <laughs> With enough Adderall, I Getting believe you. Know. Then just ban your IP. <laughs> or your uh, IP, I, I got IP address. <laughs> for anyone who doesn't know... The Donda Kanye album ends with four. Because I was listening to it, I'll just set it up. I was listening to this album, and it's got a long, long songs, and I'm really excited. And I see at the bottom that there's four songs that have the same names as previous songs in the album, but it says part two at the end. And I was like, oh, what kind of interesting treat does Kanye have in store for me? What an inter- what a weird sort of like esoteric thing to do. He must be playing with the format of of song titling and, you know, album structuring or whatever, you know, he put a weird part two. What what's this going to be? It's just the same exact song, all the parts, the same, literally just the same track copied and pasted, but you couldn't figure out which you just wanted to put both guest verses on. He just is like, Oh, this is the one with the baby. This is the one I already put the song on the album. The one that has Jay Z on it, but here's, here's the end real quick. Here's the one with the baby. It's not a bonus song though. This is part of the pressed vinyl. That's my main complaint. It's fucked up he did that. And that was our, uh, our reviews of uh, Donda and uh, Certified Lover Boy. I, listeners, you decide who won the debate. Why the fuck would you do that? Put those songs on there that aren't part of the album? Okay, I'm Dustin over. made a strong case uh, for Donda by complaining about the bonus tracks, but I think <laughs> Nick made an even stronger case for Sooner by Loverboy by saying he listened to four songs and was so bored that he gave up. So, <laughs> and it's, I think it's awesome that these are the two albums that everybody talked about obsessively for two weeks. You know what I will say about Donda, actually, is that, I mean, it's fucking like, it's, he's a production god. People will you, you at can, least it's sonically interesting. The Drake record is just like it just sounds like the same beat over and over again. It sounds like he barely listened to it. I bet he didn't finish listening to the beat before he started recording. He like played Push Planet for twenty seconds. He's like got it in his email box. He's like, okay, that's good. He's like, that's fine. I'll rap on that. But Kanye is in a fucking like chamber underground beneath a stadium, just like you know, just crafting song sounds that he's been like in some sort of meditation with for like a decade now, perfecting them, combining them, creating like landscapes of sound palette. He's just a fucking, it sounds like he's like in complete control. That's what I liked about Donda. He's, he, he felt like at many times, it's like a man just like standing in the center of a sonic landscape, just in complete control over it. He knows every single thing. Except he's he doing. doesn't know how to put it together. Into a it cohesive no, 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 he doesn't. That's, that's it's like God himself, the real man, uh, because I do believe, yes, and I won't get into it. My because God is a man? God being a heterosexual <laughs> biological male. But God needs an editor. I was just thinking a human being. Even that's controversial, right? 
No. God is a human being? Is that one of the three genders? Human? Yeah. Man? I am a god. Put the... Put, put my fist inside her like a civil rights sign. It's Kanye like the, th- it's the weird lyricism of Kanye where he'll be like, I'm doing a serious rap right now, but also here's just a little stand-up joke, one-off stand-up joke I wrote. <laughs> Once. The very end of like one of the Donda tracks, uh, he's not trying to be funny at all in it or anything, or just like the tone isn't trying to be funny, but at the very end he's like, they say Adam couldn't have been a black man because he'd never given <laughs> up his ribs. Or like one of his ribs. <laughs> like, oh, oh. <laughs> and that's been Kanye West. Let's hand it up for, give it up for Kanye. He'll be here all night, all week, here at the Catskills Comedy Club. Mm. I can't really see what did I miss. Mm. Mm. Ex strippers, mm. mm. new killers, mm. Mm. shot. Tell him, mm, mm, this on Donda, mm, mm, on my mama, mm, mm, made a promise, mm, Junior Watson, be on my I'm always like, I'm like, why does Kanye decide in the middle of a song that would be better without it to just say, uh, eating Asian pushy, all I need is sweet and sour sauce? It's because, and it's, he's like, it's a funny little joke. <laughs> he's just sprinkling racism throughout. <laughs> well, that's on uh, Yeezus. Oh. Which is the racism album, so he's allowed to do it. That's my take well, on that I mean, lyric. So that's my my rationalization. It's my favorite Kanye, but what does that say about me? Fucking Yeezus is... I, it's weird when I hear people... In my mind, Yeezus is one of the pinnacle achievements of Kanye's career. And sometimes um, people are like, oh yeah, I never, li- I didn't really listen to that one much. No, Yeezus is my meeting with our twist of fantasy. That's like the yin and the yang. It's the light and the dark. Those two together combined. Yeah. His magnum opus. I never got that into Dark Twisted Fantasy as a whole. There's a lot of tracks on there that I get kind of bored listening to. Oh. Like Hell of a Life or whatever. Hell of a Life? Yeah. What, you love that one? Is that a song? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. It's not All of the Lights? No. No? No. Oh, okay. Hell of a Life is a song, I'm pretty sure. Baby, okay. I got a hell of a life. I can't, actually oh, can't yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. That one is kind of boring. Yeah. See, you don't remember it. No, the one with Rihanna, right? Mm-hmm. All of the Lights, well, you remember it because that's Rihanna. one of the good ones. Right. That album's just got a few dirges in the middle. It's got like two or three. I like the one that has uh, an extended Chris Rock bit. Oh my, where it just goes, Kanye is the king of like having a talking bit go on so long that it's, you're like, you're listening to it and you're like tolerating it. You're like, okay, I'm listening to a long talking part of Kanye album, but it'll go to the point where you're just like, but oh God, how much longer though? And in the part twos, he repeats the like guy talking about Kanye trying to get his like, I don't know who, who is it that we tried to get out of jail? It's like a voice message. It's like four minutes long. And it plays two times throughout the course of this album, canonically. But, actually, I mean, canonically, it only plays one time. And the mind of Kanye West, the twisted, perverted mind of Kanye West, who doesn't know anything about Donda. Meek Mill? He thinks that that's part of the album, the part twos. What is this Kanye-Drake beef? I haven't even tried to, I don't even know what any of it is. I know Drake talks about it in his songs and Kanye doesn't. 
It seems like it's a fake, uh, fake thing to make everybody talk about these albums. Yeah, that's what it seemed like, and I think that's why I've had a resistance to looking it up or learning anything about it. Yeah. So actually, we're gonna save protect you, podcast listeners. We are not gonna discuss anything more about this. You don't need to know about it. Just drive your car. Look forward, hands on the wheel. Don't crash it. Be a good citizen. Well, this leads us into Billboard Hot 100. Kevin, earlier Kill yourselves this and everyone evening. around you. What? Kill oh. yourselves and everyone around you. That's Matt number Christman one. Matt with us track. tonight. Mm-hmm. No, okay. Uh, I think I think you have... You could take breathe a sigh of relief. I, I've been yes, mod- was Bad Habits successfully blocked by... My main boys, the kid Leroy and Justin Bieber? No, no. Oh, my God. But blocked by those lovable lads from Seoul. Oh. BTS. After 15 weeks in the charts, back, back, on, back at number one. Which song? Push the uh, butter. Ain't no other that can sweep you up like a rubber. Push Bad Habits down to three. I thought Bad Habits yeah. was for sure about to leapfrog to the top slot. Smooth like I spent a lot of this week this week watching the U.S. Open, the tennis U.S. Open, and there's a commercial that uses that song, and uh, I I I fucking hate that song. You hate that song? I hate that song. I uh, BTS has grown on me. Beat all BTS. I'm glad they're here. All uh, that's like mall music to me. It's it was until butter, and it all honestly, my assessment has been spot on so far with. The butter made the Brit was the breakthrough song, and they had their obligatory follow up that was riding on the success of butter that rose up to like number three. And I was like, sucks. Mall music, like you said, and America agreed too. Went dropped to seventeen. Well, like they're like only allowed to have one hit per album because before butter, what was their big hit? They had a huge hit, was, but not before in butter. In, no, they had a huge hit what? before butter in America. Which one? I don't. I don't know what it was called. But I'll, I'll, I'll look it up later. Okay, but also in the top 10, there are two Kanye tracks in the top 10. Really? Yeah. That's oh. weird. God bless. Yes. That's fucking incredible. What, I can't even think of what they would be there. Hurricane is at number six, and Jail is number 10. And, yeah. and Kanye's also got 11 and 12. That is... The way... If he could get a song that sounds as weird as Jail in the top 10, that's fucking... I didn't know that was possible. I was yeah, I was kind of surprised to see that because like I thought they weren't even going to. There aren't really any like hit sounding songs on Donda from what I listen. Not nothing, nothing that I would believe I would could hear on the radio. It's a little less fractured than the life of Pablo. Pablo uh, has hits on it, and even that it, didn't it have, have hits. It doesn't have no. It, it what, has songs that I could imagine on the more. Life of Pablo, I don't know. Famous that played on the radio. That radio. was the hit he tried it, but that that played on the radio. What a was its bit. peak? Do you know? FML. I guess so. FML is one of it the, has one songs that you can more easily imagine being on the it's radio. True hit is uh, "Raise My Hands to the Sky" or "Stretch Your Hands" Part Stretch One. Stretch my hands, fathers, whatever. If I fuck Damn, I just, this model, I just, she just gave just myself the chills just thinking about, just imagining FML. It's a good tune. I get bleach in my Pablo, t-shirt. Pablo's great. Wish they would go ahead and fuck my life up. <laughs> I yeah, I gotta admit, FML is my one of my least favorite songs on pop. Really, mm-hmm. that song makes me like fucking 
Oh, it's so good. I I think I didn't realize I had this, and I realized it listening to Donda that apparently I, I think I have like an inversion that I don't understand to the weekend, even though I think he sounds good. Where like I just don't want to listen to Hurricane for some reason, or which one is it the one that, that he's on? Whichever one is the oh that would make sense if it, Hurricane's number six if it's got the weekend on it. I think that that, that would make sense. The Billboard High 100 loves the boy. That's why I'm impressed by Jail because Jail makes no sense to be. In the top ten, because Jay Z's not a like top ten charting artist anymore, so that doesn't explain it. And uh, Jail is doesn't ever like kick in. How is it's like a weird experimental type song with it's like a sonic palette thing. The, the guitar, whatever that is, and that sounds so good. They're like, Vroom. it's just perfect. One of those things where it's like Kanye gets it. Just this sound. Kanye might say all sorts of crazy shit or just like stuff that's questionable, but he sit, if he could sit me down, he'll be like, listen to this sound. Be like, what, what's your religion? I'll follow it. Yeah. I could go to his church. I'm, I'm going to become a Christian for him, I think. The other BTS song is Dynamite. You know Dynamite. Dynamite was, there's no way you didn't hear Dynamite working on all those fucking weddings. Sing it for me. I'm not. I'll just play it for you. I'm not fucking. Kevin, please sing it for me. I can't even sing it. Kevin, for the love of God, please sing it for me. Dustin, I'm high enough that if I could sing it, I would, but I can't. Please sing it for us. I can't. Maybe when it starts playing, I can sing along. Okay, Dynamite has over a billion listens on Spotify, so there's no goddamn way you've not heard this song. I've not. Okay. Oh, I've heard this. Hold that up to the mic real quick, just to have the sync. Okay. I, I, this is this is better than their follow up to butter. This is better than butter if you ask me. We'll see what the chorus Wait, is. Let it play until yeah, I want to hear it. But, okay, let's do it. The whole song. That's it. We're committing. Okay, the chorus isn't too big, or this maybe this isn't the chorus. This is just an elevated verse. It's the same melody. It sounds to me like they're standing on the shoulders of uh, Bruno Mars. They're definitely like. Consciously trying to figure out what elements of the American sound they have to absorb. I think. This sounds like a fucking Bruno Mars song. Kind of does. Right? I like those. Uh, the chorus is real in the sense that it is a melody that works and is catchy. It doesn't just think. It doesn't. He's singing. You fucking told me to sing and I'm you down. talked the whole goddamn time. I, I loved it. May the hairs on the back of my nutsack stand up. Olivia Rodrigo. This American actress, singer, and songwriter has brought shades to BTS in her new advertising post. Her latest song released, Good For You, outstreamed BTS song Butter in the US in its first week. Well, actually, it's quite a shock for everyone. But what angers the fans is the caption on her advertisement saying, a song that tops the charts competing for the BTS. Uh, do they have to say it like that? I mean, it feels like a very unnecessary and very unprofessional way to advertise her song. A fan even commented, why did she feel the need to make this comparison? You can promote your song without needing to say that your song got more streams than BTS. Be polite and respectful to others. I 100% agree with what this fan is saying. I mean, go promote your song, but don't promote it that way, girl. There are a hundred ways to do that without putting shade on BTS. I was, uh, I just remembered something the other day. 
You, I don't. You might remember me talking about this when it happened. Um, one time. Oh, we got a mic mix up. We got a mic what, mic mix up. Why does the use the signed out user look like a look like a, a wire it's hanger? As hell. Oh yeah, no wire hangers, please. Ever is that is this a Texas Taliban thing? It's fucked up. How fat this. Uh, user profile thing is <laughs> did i have i said this on the pod when my ex-girlfriend and i got a wii we got a wii fit also and like when you're setting it up you like make your avatar and it starts out as just like a little generic looking like kind of lego figure sort of thing right just like a little cartoon and uh it's like all right step on the wii fit board <laughs> and we'll figure out your bmi and i put in my height you know i put in my height and then it literally in front of me the 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 little me they're called me's right m i i my little avatar just went <laughs> and yeah. blew up like fucking uh, uh, violet, violet in, in Willy Wonka, Wonka. <laughs> <laughs> yeah this ain't second life <laughs> yeah. you don't get to yeah you don't get to look how you want yeah, welcome to reality uh, and I was like this fucking Nintendo is fat shaming me <laughs> welcome to your your real life uh, well so I I. You may remember me talking about a comedy show I filmed from Craigslist. Do you remember me doing this? Yeah. I don't know if you do. Um, at one point in my my life, let's say, <laughs> wait, did you find video of this? Uh, did, wait, did I tell this on the podcast already? Oh, I don't I remember did, this story. I? No, you told me about going to film this video. Okay, so I find a this 2013 or something, 2014. I'm just looking to do whatever video work. Uh, I don't know how to make it in a fucking video industry. I, I don't even know if I want to. I just want uh, $70 to film a comedy show. And so I show up to the Ferndale Bar where this open mic comedy night is taking place. Is this a new way? Yes. And it is. it starts off at the day, out the bat with this woman named Jane Dabish, who is the host of the event. You're just doxing people on the pod now? No, Jane Dabish is a, is a public figure. Oh, okay. She's she's a comedy. She's a comedian. She has a a whole body of work. Okay, and it's fair use. She's like our. I didn't appreciate her at the time. I, I guess I should tell the story first. But like, it, I I hope I can. I have the clip, the audio clip, or like the video clip on my computer somewhere uh, that I could post these clips. But like this, because it's hard to like give you an idea. You know what? Let's just play. A little bit of Jane Dabish, just to give you an intro to her, host of this comedy event. Let's see her comedy reel. Uh, she goes by CC Dynamite also. That's how I was introduced to her, uh, CC Dynamite. She's a local filmmaker. Well, thanks for the tips. Oops, I mean tips. Better go back to my work. What you, what you, I, I got to turn the right audio on. She said, she, this is a, what you just witnessed was a comedic staple of, of Jane Dabish, where she will say tits or just something about, about how she has dirty thoughts or dirty mind. Um, oh, yeah. We have six mutual friends on Facebook. So it's this comedy event. 
she gets up. She's doing a little fucking bit in between every single performer, like an extended, you know, what the what she was the MC of. The everyone events. loves that from the MC. They do like a three minute extended bit, especially when the they clearly are just coming up with things they're saying on the spot and just like complaining about their friends. Like a like a Jane Davish type of joke would be like, "There's a guy who was like saying that like uh, I was really hot and I should go uh, go model in L.A." I was thinking weirdo. <laughs> And that'd be the, that would be an example of the joke. Uh, um, so she's doing that. And at this event, there was also a lot of black people that showed up to do their, their, their comedy. And black comedy. This was, I only say that because this is something that couldn't go unnoticed by Jane Dabish and her weird sugar daddy, like decrepit, like 80 year old guy who I assume funds her life or something. I don't know how it works. He just seemed like an absolute like Strom Thurmond type relic. Um, and it was all leading up to like all the, you know, the, the, the black people get up and they, they, they do comedy and they actually do like, actually you, they're a little better they, you know, they can tell jokes and Jane comes up after the first black performer with a Rasta hat on and goes, says something. I forget what she says. He's like, Oh, and then she pulls off the hat and she goes, <laughs> I'm black. Oh, wait, no, that's what she says. I was thinking, surely she's had to have said something before that. No, 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 that's all she said. That's pure Jane Dabish. She gets up there. She's got the, like, Bob Marley shit on. The big hat. And she just goes, <laughs> I'm black. She sounds like she does. Are you Beavis? She does sound like, like the way she does it. The way she, like, laughs to her own. And, just, and uh awkward tensions to the point where like the finally the final performer of the night was a guy her sugar daddy guy this old man gets up and he's doing a set that primarily is composed of him doing mickey mouse voices and disney voices about the disney characters fucking each other (laughs) so like i assume just stuff that he had like wasted with his like other fucking perverted just mentally destroyed friends at the like w- local watering hole would just regale each other with the world of stand up comedy. Like the world of like local circuit stand up comedy is so sad. It is so, I used to do stand up comedy. So I know, I know people like this and they're, they're like, they're like, this is what happened when Ronald Reagan closed all the mental health, mental hospitals. I have. This is the are legacy. These people that are like the funny one in their friend group. Not even. That's like no, not, not a funny even. They don't have people. a friend group. <laughs> They're literally deranged monads. They're the ostracized one from their friend group who says the reason why nobody likes me is because I'm a genius comedy performer who is. <laughs> Already famous in the mind of God. Yes, they're the they're the Kanye types with nothing to back it up. <laughs> yeah, that is the true like miracle of Kanye that keeps me endlessly fascinated with him is having the same mentality of like Jane Dabish, but actually being like, <laughs> he justifies the fucking yeah. the, the, all the shtick every time. It's like if Jane Dabish with her new her, her the hundred and twenty seventh episode of her YouTube puppet series. He's like, I'm like, hey, I didn't, I thought it was fucking, we were done with the YouTube puppet series, but I gotta say, some of the production on there was pretty fucking interesting. Do you watch all these? I started to. What the fuck? Who's, who's the crazier one, Dustin, I ask? I'm the crazy one. The one, one. who makes crazy shit, shit and puts it on YouTube, or the one who, that's why I'm like, I feel about this podcast, where I'm like, okay, am I a loser for making this podcast? Yes. But am I as big of a loser as the people who listen to it? No. I'm the crazy one for being someone who was around this woman and viewed her as like 
had a, uh, like an had angel. something to aspire to. Had something, somewhat like a a pure, a pure human spirit walk past. You were me. really impressed, and I no, I wasn't. I didn't. I just viewed it as someone who like, oh, it's annoying. Like this is an annoying. I like ah, I, I, I wish he paid me the seventy dollars. I made. I went to all the trouble of making a shitty DVD cover for her, and she and, stiffed you. Yeah, she like, and I I sent her the 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 video edited file and she was like i really wanted it in a in a case it's like well that's not what i, I wanted do. It on betamax it's a different job i don't like you don't hire a guy to shoot a video for you and he gives you like a dvd with a barcode on it that makes you feel like you did something real you get a video file but i actually mocked i made a fucking shitty little case with like a big smiley face on it for her i forget what her comedy night was called or something just like haha jokes night something from the mind of jane and and she, yeah, never. From the she's diary in West Hollywood of Jane. She's what? She's in West Hollywood now. Bullshit! No, she's not. That's what it says on Facebook. She's living with Hassan Piker. I I looked her. I looked her Instagram up, and I have more Instagram followers than she does, which is like really saying something. I don't believe for a second that she's in Hollywood. I think that she's mentally in Hollywood. <laughs> I think that she's in Sterling Heights, probably. Damn. Uh, I wonder. I wonder if this type of person only comes from here. But what I was saying, the thing is that what I neglected. The reason why I'm an idiot is because I. She was like, wanted me, you know, because she was like, oh, here, here's a person that could be in my movies, a strapping young lad. She's like, I could get you on sets. She was like, she Weinstein you. She was trying to Weinstein me, and I can't believe that I didn't take the opportunity to. Of course not. I wasn't going to go full Weinstein, but the the access. The opportunity, the exposure <laughs> for my career to have been around all these psychos, all these complete fucking yeah, think maligned the- weirdos, just the absolute fringes of society. <laughs> I could have been <laughs> taking it all in been like, wow, it's the real deal. I don't have to go on YouTube and like find it and just watch it in my I can be like in the living experience of it, as if I jumped into the gorilla enclosure itself. You could be the official, like, documentarian of Jamestown. I want... <laughs> I'm going to contact her and be like, Hey, Jane. You owe me $70. No, never. <laughs> I, uh, I owe you a documentary about your life. You know, I just, like, I need to get involved. What's up? <laughs> she's a local... She's, like, our own fucking... Because she has that, that... She has that thing that... Uh, where it is pure, unassailable confidence. What was that? Okay, what was that documentary? Nothing. What was that documentary about that guy? I think he was Canadian, and he was trying to make a movie. He was making a movie, and the the documentary about him ended up being like a hit. Fuck. And he's just pathetic. Like he thinks he's he has all this confidence. Like this chick that uh, Dustin's talking about. Oh, I think it's something movie. It's not Amer- It's not an American movie. That's what I was thinking of. Well, the, the, oh yeah, with Coven. Amer- they're they're from Wisconsin. Okay. And they they don't they they're they're totally endearing people. Okay. I think. Okay. I mean, like, yeah, they're they're We're, like Jane Dabbage is like a sputtering gremlin. Okay. Who, what about the one about the guy who made Boondock Saints? What? There's a documentary about him. Yeah, after Boondock Saints, because he like imploded. He thought he was going to be like the biggest thing ever after fucking making Boondock Saints. God, what? A... Yeah, Doesn't you don't. Have you like haven't a... seen that? No. Oh my god! Is it's... this like some kind of monster thing? Yes. 
<laughs> what the, everyone except he never except Jane. he's not fucking famous like they are <laughs> uh, the, the 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 still for her the trailer for her movie everyone's high but mary jane has what looks like a tween kind of biting her lip with a gun casually pointed to her head like not even she, it's like pointed at a scance like if she fired right now she i like that it's a second trailer skull. yeah this is the second this is the extended trailer it's not the teaser so this, <laughs> this is the trailer for the trailer let you know a thing or two about the characters let you get excited for the story hey, you found jane drain. i found jane drain let's see it uh so that just yeah the other detail being that she she has she makes content she she's a director she's a she's a multi-talented she doesn't just run uh open mic events you i know, mean she's a she, extraordinaire um renaissance woman she's a multi-hyphenate just like kanye mm-hmm. exactly she is she is a pd parnum a, <laughs> a pd parnum that's a, these a howard type, hughes yeah a, these types of people Never like I'm only good at one thing. They they don't no. think that they're being unjustly no, no, no. Un- maligned Look, in one. They think they're in, across all. They have they're a Renaissance woman or man. Like they have so many things to provide. Yes. Am I? You you may think that I am simply just the Steve Jobs of puppets, but I'm also the Walt <laughs> Disney of open mic comedy. Exactly. <laughs> so let's hear Jane Drain four. Uh, Oh, by the way, I'm gonna have, I'm not gonna sleep my way to get to the top because I'm already almost there, and I'm gonna have to sleep my way to get to the top oh, to get the right job. I do know her. Oh shit! Excuse me. There's a fly in here. She's <laughs> telling a joke to the bartender. So uh, this is someone filming Jane Drain at a bar. I know her. A, sense of, a documentary. They're I know her. I guess. Uh, she she would come into the theater and she's an insane person. Great. Of course, that's how you know her. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Well, back to Jane Drain. I want you to eat this fly because I'm fun. I can't stand you. Since two girls stole your cell phone in downtown Pontiac. I know about it. I'm their friend. No, I'm joking. But anyways... Um, Oh, I got thrown out of two bars in Michigan. Post in downtown, I mean, a Post in uh, Novi. Um, because I was dancing, and I was supposed to dance on, they said, don't dance on the rail, I jumped on the brick. And as soon as they were throwing me out, I said, please, um, don't, uh, I said, listen, there's a difference between the rail and the brick. I was on the brick, not the rail. So they threw me out. Um, the African-American guy threw me out. Actually, they're not considered African-American, they're really considered black. He just couldn't stand me. He acts like he likes me, but he's fake. He can't stand me. Either people like me or hate me. Eighty-five percent of the time, people like me, and they can't. No, no. A little higher Ninety-five percent of the time, people like me, and they can't stand me. That is so good to say. 85% of the time people like me look up to the ceiling and your eye twitches and then you look down and say, no, no, 95% of the time people like me. This is like reading Ulysses because she's talking about an experience and she's got thrown out of a bar. Uh, yeah, it's like this unfolding narrative or like... But then she's just like doing a treatise on like uh, race relations and then she switches up to just like pure like, hey, here's my neuroses about how much I think people like me. <laughs> and she's like, actually, the 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 guy that threw me out was in love with me, but I can't stand him because he's so fake. <laughs> also, uh, it totally checks out that she spends all of her time in Novi and Pontiac. Here we go. Uh, oh, that I'm great, perfect. That's. I'm glad we have her lo- like located like that, and that's probably where she. That's West Hollywood. 
Well, Pontiac is equivalent to. It is the sister city of West Hollywood. I'm not drunk. I'm just drinking water. Oh, I tried to recruit them for acting, but they said no. Hey, wait, I'm a Okay, uh, this is just okay. wait, wait, what? The this is the uninteresting side where that's another aspect of it. But you can't Jane talk. Drain Six, the beast thing. Where just like that's okay. That's a story you're telling. The time that a beast stung you. Who okay. uploaded all this shit? Her? Is no, this I, her? I assume this is someone that was like making shit about her because it doesn't seem like it's editing. Like, Who films all of her shit? Are they just people like well, you, young uh, boys with stars in their eyes, <laughs> who she then swindles out of seventy dollars? That's what I truly. Or does am she have true? By. Does she have because true believers? You see this person, you hear her speak, and see the way she interacts, and you think, surely this is not a person who has a real human connection in their life, because how could she? <laughs> and meanwhile, she has entire movies that she's made with real human beings in them that made the time to like be in them and stuff and it's just how how did you have a conversation with them where you convinced them to show up at a place and a time to do something for it you? happened to you yeah but i was just shooting it on like craigslist i mean maybe they're just from craigslist i guess that's it right they show up and they haven't met her before i mean what thought is sadder this the idea that she has conco- she has created a fake life using the internet to like buy people or oh, that she this person who's clearly a maniac has somehow has a, a network of people out there who would look at her and are like, I mean, yes. When she, when she would come into the theater, I assume she escaped from somewhere. Because <laughs> she, she would do from this that shit. guy who told I would just be at the box office and she would just start rambling <laughs> oh like God. this. This is clearly a person who is always like this. Every time the guy who like told the jokes about like Mickey fucking Goofy like would let her out of her cage, <laughs> let her out of the house. <laughs> like, does she have a job? How did she? Where did she? Where did she buy her clothes? That's, these are the kind of questions that I'm interested in. And I, I feel like she probably works at like an Einstein Brothers Bagels or something. No, but that could she though? Could Jane? Where, where does she have all this time to make all these movies? I don't know if she could because that's what's truly magical about her is that people like Tommy Wiseau or whatever. It's impossible to imagine them like working at Einstein Bagels. And he did it. He just inherited money. Uncapable because they just can't view themselves in that way. They're incapable of like understanding that fact about themselves that like I am a worker at Einstein Bagel. She'd be like constantly fucking trying to do Jane shit. You know? <laughs> every every you shift would be a comedy like that. What? I've worked with people like that. Yeah. That were like characters, but really they were just fucking obnoxious people to be around. Never worked with anybody like that? You're talking about me? No. <laughs> uh um I, I don't mean about that she's obnoxious. I think that she seems like almost like on a fundamental level incapable of like interacting with people. Like even saying anything to them. I she, couldn't imagine taking her taking my order. Uh, yeah. I couldn't imagine her taking orders all day long and not getting on the nerves of the people around her so much that they they find a, that she doesn't work there anymore. She'd be like trying to tell you about an idea, one of the ideas that she had uh, instead of taking your money and then she'd take it and say something about how George Washington makes her have dirty thoughts and she'd be like... Well, actually, to be then, fair, do you remember the time we went to the bar and that one the fucking bartender? Yeah. Told us that Puff Daddy used to rape all those rappers. Yeah, this is just some white trash bartender uh, who... Unprompted, we weren't talking about Puff Daddy. We were talking about something Puff Daddy adjacent. I think maybe. a Puff Daddy song came on the radio. 
something like that. And we she was were just not like, talking about. You know, Puff Daddy used to rape all those all those guys, right? To us, unprompted, we were not talking about this. <laughs> and then would and then like kind of lingered around and kept like talking about it. We didn't say anything. No, we didn't want to feed that. <laughs> I, I was afraid to either agree or disagree. He's tried to start that conversation like 10 other times that day. <laughs> so I'm saying. So, like, I guess she could have a job. You know, I'd love to see it. Because the thing is, when you interact with a Jane in a service situation, you just wait for her to go away. You, like, grit right. your teeth through it and then are like, okay. And then she's gone. And it's like, all right, you look at your friend. You're like, what the fuck was that? You don't say anything to Jane. But, like, she's the level of, like, I get when and during the hiring process, you would deduce that this is a woman that's mentally ill. <laughs> some places, though, <laughs> they have to hire Some places are just like, ah, eh, whatever. <laughs> Like she can, can you push a button? Remember that kid at the movies? Your... The kid. Oh, that poor kid. <laughs> the, the, we went to the movies at the MGR. And it must have been, I feel like you handed him the first ticket anyone ever It had, had to be his first day and his first minute of his shift because he was the fucking ticket taker. I handed him my ticket. He looked at it for a long minute and was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this. <laughs> and then just handed it back. I want to be clear. He had a hole puncher. He in had his a hand. hole puncher. He knew. Like, he was like. He was supposed. To, we knew that he was supposed to punch a hole in it. Oh my god. <laughs> and then he just like looked. Ar- he like looked around. This kid is stoned. Right? Like not just a, no no no. Let's leave out any information that could make it sound bad. Right. Uh, this was just a kid. He was just lost. A little lost. <laughs> And he like looked around the room like, <laughs> like, the, like the something in the air was gonna tell him what he was supposed to do. Total SOS look in his eyes. <laughs> and, and then, then he just handed it back to him, <laughs> completely defeated. And but I want to be clear, I had seen other people walk, do this in front of him. Like there was at least several. Well, there was when we were at the box office. There was a group of like six people standing at the usher stand, and he was like not around. And they were like politely waiting. I think he had been there when they walked up. And then he was like, hold on, stay here. I'll be right back. And they were just standing there for like, of letting, just for like five minutes. He's like, I actually, it's, I don't fully understand the ticket tearing process. It seems pretty intricate, pretty involved. I have to go get this. I have to go pick up this uh, hole puncher. I don't know what it's for. I'll be back. <laughs> yeah, I think it has, might have something to do with this device in my hand. I'm going to have to contact my superiors. So, yeah, you know, they, they really find homes for the homeless out there, is what I'm saying. And that's why capitalism is good. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we can put all the rejects to work. A use for everyone. Mm-hmm. A use for everyone. Yes, absolutely. We can wring profit out of you yet. Uh, what are you about to show me? Well, More Jane, I don't know. Jane this Gavish's is called talents. Jane Gavish's talents. And... Uh, I push play on it, and it starts with a. Image. We will be the eighth viewer of this video. <laughs> the eighth viewers, and she seems to be in some sort of nurse's uh, smock thing. This is from just a couple months ago. Uh, I would fully believe she's a nurse. By it's the like way. this is a this is a. It's not actually a nurse's smock. It's like a a weird combination of like an old lady's blouse and a, a nurse's smock. No, I totally actually, I found out what her job is. What? She is one of those people that, you know, like when you're in a ho- uh, hospital and they have to have sitters in rooms 
like if for like people who are suicidal or old people. Oh, do- Jane should not be doing and that. And she job. drives these people to suicide. Yeah, no, like she- Jane's actually really good at. She really reduces the workload. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. They keep her on staff because whenever she goes in a room, they don't have to worry about their room anymore. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yeah, when there's just like when we're kind of at capacity. With the uh, amount of, uh, you know, watchers, the amount of workers, the amount of labor we have at our disposal. And yeah. send Jane in. She streamlines it. She's like, you know, like cops are always the clearance rate. And they're always trying to keep a high clearance rate of like solving murders. Her like clearance rate or like, I guess, kill count is very high. Like when she goes <laughs> in a room, she will cause this person to like, you know. I mean, I guess she is supposed to prevent it. Flatline. Right. <laughs> I guess in this, so she wouldn't be, she wouldn't really be promoted. Well, there's so many, sh- we, we need her right now. I mean, there's so much crowding in the hospital. We need, with this, oh, we need wow, to make room. Un- the hero that we needed. Yes. A hero rose from this, from that, the smoke. It's an ethical way. She's like an ethical Kevorkian. Just because, because that makes the, there's consent involved. That makes the person <laughs> that kills themselves, they want, they wanted to die inarguably because they took it into their own hands. She doesn't do the like push the plunger herself or whatever. Yeah, they could have always pressed the button, the red button. That's like get mm. get help. It's more ethical than Kevorkian because yes, while they went through intense agony and killed themselves in some sort of like you know jerry rigged way just to end it as quickly as possible. It's like strangling themselves with their bed sheets as Jane just sits there talking to them about the newest episode of her puppet show. Or how, you know, just, like, this one guy who she shot a movie with, like, has a crush on her and kept carrying her tits. But, uh, you know, she, she just, maybe it's her own fault for having a dirty mind. Imagine her coming in, like, Patch Evans wearing her Rasta hat and just being like, hey, it's me, Shaniqua. I'm black. You know, we've got to watch. There's a live. This is what we have to watch. We'll watch this and see if it's anything. It might just be dull or, you know, fucking just in, unintelligible. But uh, there's a live performance i watched of her with her new puppet show act which i thought was new it actually looks like it's been cooking for a few years so uh <laughs> but and it's just incredible the way she brings the puppet to life and it becomes a real living thing in her arms uh so but for now we're gonna be watching jane dabish's talents yeah. at the start of this image when i over described her gown it says in text it all started with a vision so i brought it to reality exclamation point it's a, we got a picture of the Hollywood West Side. Uh, just a song from hell. This is directed and starring regular, by Jay Dabish. Regular auteur. See, that's the thing. This is a, this. You couldn't make this if you tried. Sometimes the way that she, she had this, this fucking song. She had this one video that was her. She kept editing in. Clips of her laughing. Like, I can't even. She's planning to film Tattoo Maniac this fall. This is, of course, the problem with displaying her is that sometimes her stuff is just so amateurishly made that you literally just can't hear. Hello, how can I help you? I'm Cassandra and Lucky. Show Martini's here. Sure, my name's Amanda. I'm in charge of all the bookings. Very nice to meet you. May I see your portfolio? Sure. Actually, I have some of my work in prints and basically campuses too. And these are my work in prints. Okay, so she's an art. She's showing up with her. She's an artist. She's presenting her art. Okay, this is not. This is not going to work out. We got to watch a more coherent video. (laughs) 
You don't have 25 panties. You must have had a horrible day to try to show them. I'm so amazed. These people who make their own little, like, these these films, they, they go out. I don't, I, they're so, they're, they're terrifying to me, these people, actually. I should, I should be, like, happy that they're out here doing things and pursuing their dreams. But the, like, the lack of self awareness is, is truly, for someone who has an overabundance of self awareness, it's just, like, soul crushing, kind it, of. It, like, to for, me, it's, yeah, it's, that's what's inspiring. No, it's totally the opposite. Because like my brother is like a high op, high functioning one of these people. He made a film that if you watch it, you're like, oh, it actually looks like s- someone who's seen a movie before made a movie. These all look like you're watching like Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer, just someone who has like a DSLR. Your brother's problem is probably that he's too oh, self aware. He's probably too intelligent. Like you know, <laughs> you you need to be like, or you you're not even self aware. It's like you need to be to make interesting art as a person that's not making truly good art in an intentional way, you have to be one of these zeroed-in, hyper-focused personalities that is almost impervious to influence from the outside world. Like, obviously, she's had bizarre, weird shit that has made her influences. Like, she's parodying, like, weird 90s humor or whatever, but it's, like, it's a closed-gate system at this point. There's no changing Jane. She's making... She's doing fucking puppet shows. She's doing live puppet shows, and no one can convince her that that's not important. She couldn't even conceive of the idea that that's not what she should be doing. Like, Maybe she thinks she could be on Crank Yankers or something. She does. She thinks she could be on anything. But the main point, the, the main thing that I find to be, that just draws me in, is the fact that she couldn't conceive of the fact that this is a bad use of her time. Look at, okay, look at these videos. 15 views. 18 views, four views. What is going? What does she, does she does evidence? She's impervious to evidence. She's a true artist, a real artist who is just putting, just compulsively expressing themselves through creative works. I mean, yeah, yeah. She isn't, um, and it does, in fact, paint a portrait of a of a character. That there's. This is why I need to get involved with her, because there's, you know, I can, I can, I can be the George Martin to her Beatles. You know, in Herman, in Herman Melville's uh, obituary, they called him Henry Melville. Wow. So. For all we know. Great art goes to show. Great art don't pay. Yeah, for all we no, know, I'm just Jake saying, Gavish can be remembered for, as a Mitch Hedberg type in Didn't they, like, years. not... For all we know. Did they not... Wasn't that book, like, not very popular until after he died? That's, what, that's, that's the point he's making. That's the whole fucking point of what I just said. Okay. A lot of great art goes unrecognized Exactly. I'm saying Kafka, Jane Davish Kafka. is oh. ahead of her time. Okay. Oh, I thought you... I misinterpreted it as you saying that sometimes it doesn't pay at all. No, or I'm you're saying, saying it pays, it'll pay off after she's in the grave. Absolutely. In the wasteland. When they're... Yeah, when I'm hunting for cat for bottle caps in 15 years, <laughs> because bottle caps are the new currency, yes. I will be, I'll find a DVD, the DVD that you made. You think you, bottle you caps will be the boy. currency? Jane Davis films it's will be a, the currency. It's a video game reference, man. Oh, well, I'm referencing real it's life, a future reference. reality where Jane, where all future trade will be done in Jane Davis films. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> you know, you can just infinitely burn them. That's how you create fiat. <laughs> once we create a government because there will be a limited amount of Jane Davish films when there's no DVD burners but once we create DVD burners and a centralized government that's how we start printing them dollars you should start turning all these into NFTs 
I bet you Jane Dabish has, has an idea for an NFT. God. Oh, my God. Just trying to explain that, what an NFT is to her, that would be a good video. If she wouldn't even listen, though. I mean, that's what's great about her is that she would just then try to tell you a story about a guy at the bar that tried to hit on her. And, yep. Uh, here, uh, here's her puppet show. This was four months ago. I was so elated to see that she still has recently up, recent uploads too. When I remember self reflection, reflection part one, yeah, with pa- skinny part one with skinny. Skinny is her puppet, uh, who you'll quickly forget is a puppet and begin to think is a living creature right next to her. <laughs> I fucking love her. We just got zoomed in photos of her like wearing a weird leather jacket. Just you can't see her face, and the framing is almost like these are like. Uh, like she's sending like photos to a guy. These are like sexy photos. Yeah. Like crafted with just her cleavage, but there's no cleavage. Uh, Yeah. And you can't see it. You can only see her mouth because it's like auto zoomed in the way. (laughs) Like you zoom in a vertical photo. She just put it into a slideshow, like auto generator. And it's zoomed into a point where you can't see anything in the photo. The photos are very 45 year old when I see an okay cupid. So we're going to go on to Jane and Skinny drunk episode. But I'm going to be drunk and she's not going to be. And, uh, this is I'll take you home. You can't take me home because you're too short to drive. You can't even reach the pedal, and your hands don't even move. So how are you gonna drive me? I'm very talented. Oh God, now she's showing off. <laughs> of course I'm showing off. Okay. Um, so, uh, uh, so uh, did you get drunk while your uh, the drunk guy made you? Of course. Uh, actually, uh, she was born in Southfield. Just like me, actually, I was born in Southfield. Uh, um, so, uh, classic fucking. Yes, I know. Born in Southfield. Okay. My nephew said uh, he can't really drive and he needs a go kart. And um, did he drive? She's just the one funny detail is the puppet. When she's speaking to the puppet, its mouth is a gape. <laughs> she's she's got this this thing, this puppet, this puppet, and it's just its mouth is totally. Slack jawed like a dead fish <laughs> plopped on a counter, and she's and she's talking to it. She, she's looking to it and saying all this stuff about it. And, you know, of course, uh, is she performing at a Coney Island with the lights turned low? I love. There's also a, there's a there's a subtext story going on here, just like what do you call it? It's like a side story where in the background you see two guys that are completely tuned out. They can't they can't you know they don't want to recognize what's going on. They don't want to acknowledge it. They're looking at their phones, but at a certain point they start to realize that they're witnessing something great. And start to pay attention again. <laughs> so I just, I like that. Also, I don't think it's in this video, but in another video, the way she handles the puppet, she lo- she keeps talking about the puppet's ass and how the puppet has a big ass or like or has a little ass, but it's something about the puppet's ass. And whenever she talks about the puppet's ass to demonstrate this, she holds it out like a fucking raccoon she killed and like shows you its ass as it dangles there, like with her hand inside of it. Just the complete <laughs> lack of ability to even comprehend the idea of of making this into like a, a, an entity, a puppet. Wait, wait, wait. But how? how's the ass? The puppet's ass uh, how was your is pretty flat. I mean, that's... A wall ass puppet. It would. That's why I was thinking maybe she wasn't joking about the puppet's ass being big. But then I was thinking this is Jane Davish we're talking about, so the jokes don't have to make sense, of course. <laughs> so. Press play. Uh, let's see this. I'm having a hard time imagining how this will be entertaining for our listeners. No offense. People because they're not seeing what what's going on here. People, hey, did plenty of audio content. Okay, you don't need to see. Once you see, okay, she's standing there. 
She's got a, oh, you're gonna paint a, a picture leopard for print. Uh, what do you call it? Like a cardigan blouse thing. She's looking great. The the puppet's got a a thing on it. Whether this is good for the listeners or not, I want to see. Yeah, the rest what of this? Who fuck fuck the listeners? I clearly don't care about them. So. <laughs> you really do a good job defending, right? Of course I do. I'm very skilled. What? The oh, fuck? we got a random graphic thrown in. <laughs> That's good. That reminds me of she. She has a. Uh, contact me if you need help with a video editing video and it's just her throwing in all the preset transitions like curtains and stuff she's like i can actually throw a few of these in a video for you if you'd like uh, one of my friends said wow it looks like you gained your weight back from your chest um and she actually had no chest. joke about how her boobs are big but uh, she's gonna actually have a uh, big chest in the movie she's gonna star in <laughs> someone wants to create a big, a big chest on her right she wants attention right so what else are you good with? Oh, oh God, I don't like it. Actually, she has a half flat ass, so she's going to get major surgery in her project. She's showing it out. Okay, it has a flat ass. I wrote it and I thought I could work someone into the script because she's in love with him. Of course I am. Oh God, I she think she's in love with everybody. So actually, she took a sleeping pill in the middle of the night. And uh, she felt drowsy all day long today. Um, that's why she can't really see everyone now. Stop talking about me, I'm right next to you. Oh yeah, it kind of reminds me of um, someone the other day. Uh, she spoke about me and I was right next to her. <laughs> oh yeah, get your hands on me. <laughs> okay. Oh, Nogi, she jumped. Nogi jumped when I laughed right there. All right, that's enough. That's a good ending joke. The, the joke of someone the other day spoke about me when I was right next to her for your, for your, uh, for your puppet show act. Just to, just to say that real quick as an aside. You can't convince me that this is not the cafeteria at a mental institution. <laughs> oh, it looks like in the reflection in that TV, I can see like a body of water outside. You know what? When you know what I think I'll do is I think just from now on, I'll find myself a choice Jane clip. And we'll just throw those in. This has been the introduction. It was a little scattered. Uh, but, of course, you know, she has a huge body of work. And I'm not joking about the 127-something episodes of The Puppet Show. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah, here we go. Yeah, part 109. Uh, <laughs> Jane's comedic reel. Okay, I just can't help it. I'm sorry. Just one more. One more and we're done. Dustin, how do you... It's like a fire-creating art. Oh, my God. Okay, we got the text. It's like a fire-creating art. On There's fire, a stock fire on the screen. And here's this music, too, to embody that passion. Do you think she composed this? Creativity is contagious. Pass it on. An Albert Albert Einstein. Einstein. (laughs) Something Albert Einstein said while he was painting. Can we watch Frodo's episode of Hot Ones after this that was being suggested to you down below? What? I want to watch Frodo's episode of Hot Ones. Okay. Uh, Welcome to the Whoa. Jane Dare Show. Jane is your host, and basically, the topic involves marijuana. Everyone I know gets high. I'm, I'm surprised. Sometimes people say they don't get high. <laughs> and today I have Mr. Nosy Wiseass with me. He says... He actually once said to me that he was going to quit smoking weed. I figured if I quit smoking weed, Jane, you'll definitely go for me. That was the puppet uh, I speaking. I can't go for you because you're just a puppet. 
You're, you're not going to be beneficial for me unless I just do the show with you. Yeah, that's what I meant. We could team up and make some money doing these Money shows falling down and, the screen. Wow. And I could take up some women. Uh, no, you're not going to do that on my show. They'll think you're a creep. I'm not a creep, but Jane, isn't there a lot of creeps on social media? Yeah. Why do they call it social media if no one's really socializing? Damn. They just think it's therapy, Fuck. so they post their problems to up Maybe and everyone she's else smart, starts actually. reacting. Like a lot of people are gaining weight because they're sitting right by their phones, waiting around to see if someone's going to talk to them. Waiting around <laughs> to see if their phone is going to I fully believe back. that's how she, she gained all of her weight. That rules. That is such a great theory of America. <laughs> people, everyone's gaining weight because they're spending all their time waiting around their mobile phones. I got to say. To see if someone's going to talk the to them. In, the insight there is, oh, it's like Machine Gun Kelly is like, I'm overstimulated and I'm sad. I don't expect you to understand from Bloody Valentine. It's like so, so idiotic and stupid that I'm like, I think you're right. I'm it, always like, fuck, I would love to go do some exercise, but I just have to stand, stay at home with my mobile phone. <laughs> and wait for someone, wait for the text that will never come. Yeah. Wait for fucking someone to try to talk to me. And this, this, I, okay, this is fucked up. I, I do not think it is actually terrifying for me to imagine that this person is just out there. I could encounter them. I could, I could meet them. They shouldn't be allowed on the streets. These, this is someone who needs to be locked up. I think that she should be this given a grant is, from the government. This is mostly just making me very sad. This person is li- literally insane. Like, <laughs> I think that she's an artist. Like, it's a fine line, what I guess. Fire, what if fire made art? You know? Think about it. It's incredible. What if fire made art? <laughs> It would be a lot like Jane D- Jane Davis's comic comedy reel. That is that is that she's like, I am burning in my core with creative energy, and this is what it comes out. As. Jane Davis is one hundred percent a listener. <laughs> she listens to this podcast. Yeah, right. Well, well. So, um, Mr. Nosy Wise Ass says, "Let's go back to how you think you're going to smoke weed and quit right after." Um, do you think that's possible? Hell yeah, it's possible. But every time I'm around you, Jane, I have to start. Every I smoke weed, I smoke weed because I'm stressed out and I don't know how to handle my life. And I just, um, I guess you're not the only one that's. Yeah, it sounds weed. like this. Puppet. So people sure, get I mean, high and hang out with her. Is what's going so, on here? So um, is that your thing? <laughs> there are people sure, who like are willing to be me. around like, her if they're really fucking high, and she. she this is drugs. her expressing her feelings about the people around her getting high. No, Nick, I think you're confused. This is the puppet expressing their feelings about Jane. Doesn't smoke. The puppet's trying to stop. No, I I understand that. Mm-hmm. She's working out with the puppet. What she feels on a broader level with the rest of her retinue, her fucking the, the okay. people who I just—if you're reading it into Jane's art at all—that she has any problems or issues, I'm not sure you're really understanding. Oh, okay, it, what you're saying. Okay, art's like a saying. mirror. Okay, you're just seeing yourself. Actually, Maybe. it's the puppet who's fucked up. That Kevin can only stand to be around me when he's really high, <laughs> and you too. Yeah, we. <laughs> That's why we all get drunk, right? So that we can stand each other? Kevin's the only one who likes us. Yeah. 
No, that he had to start smoking weed. Huh? You had to start smoking weed though. Why do you think I first started smoking weed in my life? It was when you started hanging out with us more. No, it was when I first started. I I had to smoke weed to be around certain people. Like me. <laughs> God damn it. Am I the Jane? Yeah. Speaking of which, you're Jane. You're our Jane Davish. Guys, if I was Jane Davish, you would tell me, right? You're not Jane Davish. Fuck, that's actually made me sad. I didn't realize I. You're never gonna be Jane Davish. Well, okay, now I feel better. All right, we have to move on from Jane. Davish. All right, that's enough, Jane. <laughs> we got a new segment uh, recurring in the future. It'll be a dra- just a Jane Drain. Just yeah, I'm gonna steal the t- I'm gonna steal the title. Fuck, fuck you for not finishing your documentary. Just did a tight 30 on Jane Dabish. There's Elijah Woods, little who will be in Detroit in in a month, okay? Kevin, you, you'll be able to go see him. Kevin says because there's a Hot Ones related video. He sees Elijah Wood. There he is. It makes Frodo. him remember that Elijah Wood's going to be here. Yeah, he's the guest the, the guest of honor we can at go, we, Detroit Comic Con. We can go break an egg on his head. Let's fucking if, show him, give him the what for. Yeah, for a hundred bucks, you can fucking... You, you could say something mean to him in in person. Yeah. See if they've had any... It costs a hundred bucks to talk to him? I, th- I don't know. Probably, probably like 80. Jesus. How much does it cost to piss on him? Well, it's free. You could talk to him. You just have to wait in line for free. You're saying his autograph costs 80 bucks. Yeah, if you want a picture or anything science could cost money, but you could wait in line just to talk to him for free. Do people just love him uh, because of... I just want to ask him about the Lambus bread. It's Lord of the, Lord of the Rings, right? <laughs> like yeah. that's, that's the main... I think most if people... If he can still like, charge just random people to like, show up and meet him and stuff, that's Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Nothing else? He wasn't in anything else that I missed? It's not Wilford. Wilfred. It's probably not Wilfred. That's Are you sure? It's a lot of good They're son. all like, oh, damn. A lot of the faculty and the good son. Sin City. Yeah. I thought that show was okay for a little while. Dirk, Dirk I, I, Bentley. I didn't see the whole thing. Wilfred. Dirk right. Bentley. Seems a little one note. The dog is... Yeah, uh, it was funny for like a season maybe or yeah. like half a season. Oh, the guy in the dog outfit, he swears he's going to hump something. He smokes a lot of weed. Ahmed. Hi. Elijah here. Um... Oh, man, the youngest film director from the UAE. That's incredible. At 18. Oh, dude, keep it up. That's really exciting. And let's go to the notes. Or maybe it's over. But I think yeah. this episode's over. It's, yeah, we've been I, recording for over like, two me, hours. I didn't look at the notes even one time, so let me peek at them. You looked at the notes for Jane Damish. No, I remember that outside while we were smoking. You're just going to cram like 15 ideas in the next seven this minutes. Is the, this is the segment where Dustin crams like, like fragmented thoughts. That are about hyper specific things in the tech and the, like the Marxist text he's reading. Well, where he's like Kaiser Wilhelm the uh, second, pretty sus. If I do you have some, a bit of back and forth between him and Old Otto, but you know we'll we'll get into that <laughs> on the next episode. Uh, I'll just say it doesn't look good for Otto. <laughs> Old Wilhelm, he just wants to protect the working people. We're not going to get into it. Von Biz suck. Otto, Otto loves to fucking cry a big old canary's tail. Oh, and all the capitalist press loves to be like, oh, no. Yeah. Von Bismarck-ass bitch. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I'd kill that guy if I knew him. <laughs> That's what I have to say. Otto, oh, I, here's a good thing. Otto erotic asphyxiation. Von Bismarck bitch. Mark-ass bitch. 
<laughs> Fucking toasted him, man. <laughs> no, I mean, boom, roasted. Damn, you had to bury him on Zug Island with all the Native Americans. The, co- co- the Comedy Central roast of Otto von Bismarck. That's right. That Next up, it. fucking uh, Jeff, yeah. Jeff Ross, Jeffrey Ross, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. the roast master. Yeah. And I, that was just me shoehorning in the fun fact I wanted to get in that Zug Island is, in fact, a Native American burial ground. If you didn't know. Is it? Did you guys know that? No. It is an uh, well, island of industry, uh, one of the potential culprits of the, the famous Windsor Hum. The the that was the precursor to possibly the Havana syndrome. Now that I think of it, the, the among the conspiracy theorists, that was the lo-fi Havana syndrome. Real heads know about the Windsor hum. That shit's that. real. Havana syndrome. Damn, this all kind of checks out. That, that shit means, is basic as hell. That means Detroit is just a, a the, the what happened in Poltergeist is happening to Detroit. That kind of checks out. Yeah. Well, also I did. You didn't even move the bodies. <laughs> there was a. You uh, didn't relocate. You didn't relocate the cemetery, did you? No, they should have mined up all those bodies. That would have helped. I mean, I don't know how they didn't see the poltergeist back in the eighties, but it is funny that he assumes that would help. Then the poltergeist, he says, you didn't move the bodies. I mean, then that's still- well, it's fu- yeah, it's funny because his boss is like, oh, don't worry about it. We moved that cemetery. We moved it, and he's like, oh, okay. It's like, wait, no, wait, what? I don't think it's still the burial ground. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> um, also, the priest at the wedding I shot this weekend, he was a member of like a group of like traveling mission priests that sang. So he liked to sing too much. And he... Uh, was he singing Ultralight Beam? He was singing parody songs of... Well, okay, let's, let's just say he, he... He was singing like Weird Al? During the, the Catholic Mass service, he announces... Eat it? He's going to sing a parody version of the song from Shrek. And... Hallelujah? Proceeds to launch <laughs> into a parody version of Hallelujah. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a beautiful song that... What? Yeah, there's a lot of layers to that one. <laughs> like an onion. Yes, exactly. So. Yeah. Like Parfait. <laughs> if you knew Parfait's got layers. And the other thing, well, I mean, <laughs> if we want to identify the layers, one being that... Should we just riff on Shrek for another 20 minutes? <laughs> yeah, it's fucking Shrek content, man. Let's do it. Everybody's looking for that. Farquad. Oh, anxious are we.
suicide by accident as you go down for your gold the cripple here that you clothe and feed is neither starved nor cold he does not ask for your company not at the center the center of the I wish. 